Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Modern Mystics and Motherhood podcast. My name is Erin, the Urban Mermaid, and I am a mother and a fifth-dimensional soul guide, helping those on their awakening, healing, and spiritual journeys reconnect to their inner light and transcend consciousness to the fifth dimension so they may rise as self-healers and modern mystics who are the leaders of the new earth. I facilitate this transcendence using sacred esoterica. I am a psychic medium, tarot reader, Usui Reiki master, practicing astrologer for many years, advanced theta healing practitioner, and writer. For more information on this, you can check out my movement, Empress Ascension. The first group of founding members has just launched. Or you could join my monthly membership program, the Grounded and Glam membership. I write weekly horoscopes and astro blogs for fireandlux.com, and I also have my YouTube channel, Erin the Urban Mermaid, that hosts my podcast interviews and Zodiac Sun Goddess readings. For more information, you could peep my website, www.erintheurbanmermaid.com, or find me on IG at Erin the Urban Mermaid. Today, I wanted to get into the importance of honoring the cycles that occur in our lives. The ancients all lived by nature and their body cycles, and the world today has made that so hard for us to do. So many man-made factors contribute to disrupting our natural cycles and rhythms. Maybe we live in a big, busy city and are disconnected from nature. Perhaps we take prescriptions that interrupt our body's natural functions, chemicals and foods, plastic, tampons, whatever gets sprayed on us, pollution, scented candles and lotions, and so much more are somehow disrupting how we were designed to function naturally. When you stop and think about it, everything has a cycle to it. The change of seasons, the spring and autumnal equinox, summer and winter solstice, the ebb and flow of the tides is tied to the moon, and the moon itself cycles every 28 days or so. The moon cycles through the zodiac signs and by how visible it is. We have 12 months of the calendar year, which most people honor. I personally go by the zodiac calendar, which has 12 signs that the sun must go through in a zodiac year. For women, we have our menstrual cycle, which can also be synced to the moon. A woman is also said to go through her own cycles as a maiden, mother, and crone. Sleep has its own cycle that our body adheres to. A plant or a crop has a cyclical process. Some even say our life goes through seven cycles. Even the sunrise and sunset of the day is an eternal and permanent cycle. The shampoo bottle says wash, rinse, repeat. Um, If I was more scientific, I'd know more about the cycles of like frogs or fish or what they go through, but I don't. Um, I just know that they do. We as humans also develop or take on cycles. Some can be karmic, meaning the only way to break the cycle is to learn a deep lesson that has carried over for lifetimes. And um, please don't let the word karma scare you. It has a very bad reputation and people think it's either good or bad, when in fact it's neither. It's what you are meant to resolve in order to ascend. Others are ones we formed based on traumas that occurred to us and our ego needed to create a defense mechanism or an outlet or a numbing escape. We can even develop unhealthy cycles simply from not knowing any better. Perhaps growing up we didn't have a lot of money and our parents did the best they could but didn't exactly provide healthy or nourishing foods. And now as an adult we're almost drugged and conditioned to be addicted to that processed food. Our relationships can find themselves in cycles as well. 
both healthy and unhealthy. Maybe our days are a part of a cycle too. Breaking or changing cycles can be very difficult. A level of self-awareness that comes from taking a bird's eye view, look at the cycle itself, has to happen. Healing or breaking it can only occur when you have this um, outer body experience and can fully see, observe, acknowledge the cycle and the will to change it is stronger than the ease of staying in it. Because even when cycles are painful, toxic, unhealthy, not serving you, hurting you and others, oftentimes we choose to stay in them because there's a comfort in the familiarity or a fear of change or failure or fear of the greatness you might become or thinking you don't even deserve that for yourself. When this cycle is the only way we know how to be, it's It's just easier to choose that way. Staying stuck in the trauma cycle keeps us in the third dimension because it's ego-based. Things like fears, unworthiness, negative self-talk all show up. You literally wake up probably still tired or with very low energy, and we spend the day in anxiety and worry, followed by making choices that push others away from us on purpose or betrays our own self. Um, and you actually start to program yourself to believe you are this lower vibrational person. Um, this is a cycle that creates a narrative in your head and you're slowly conditioning yourself. As I mentioned earlier, the only way to break these toxic cycles is through self-awareness, willpower, and new choices. And then you can learn to reprogram your subconscious mind to grace, love, and compassion. That itself is the healing journey. But I do want to take a break from all the heavy healing stuff. Um, My Mercury in Scorpio needs to be benched sometimes. Um, I actually want to talk about how we can connect back to ourselves by honoring certain, certain cycles in our lives. For women, if we learn to tune into our natural body cycle and timed it to the moon, it would open us up so more energetically and help us tune into our divine feminine. And this doesn't mean you would have to bleed on the full moon or, you know, ovulate on the new moon, nothing like that. But just timing your cycle, your menstrual cycle to the phases of the moon would bring a harmonization to the physical flow of your body. And in that integrate integrate more of that divine feminine energy, which is so lacking in us women now, um, not really to any of our own fault. You know, we've been conditioned over and over by the shadows of the masculine and we have completely disconnected from that divine feminine nature. But that's actually for a whole other show. (laughs) But as humans, if we followed the cycles such as the zodiac year, we could better understand the new beginnings and the ends of things. I think a lot of us struggle with both of that about we struggle with endings, we struggle with new beginnings, we struggle with change. The beginning of the zodiac year starts with the Aries on March 20th, which is usually the same day as the spring equinox known as Ostara, or right there, right in that time frame. Um, Spring is a rebirth. Thinking of the flowers and trees that bloom and sprout after the winter and begin again, or um, fall equinox known as, uh, I'm probably saying this wrong and my Celtic ancestors would be like, what the fuck is this girl doing? Um, Maybon when the ancients used to prepare for the winter uh, for harvest. And then we have the winter solstice on December 21st, which also welcomes Capricorn season. And 
you know, um, the last quarter of the zodiac year. So not the last quarter of the calendar year. This is really a time of retreat and hermit mode reflection and even rest so that we can recalibrate our energy for the spring when it's time to bloom again. The number 12 is quite significant in closing a cycle as um, Pisces is the 12th and last sign of the zodiac. And even in the calendar, there are 12 months before we begin again, meaning the calendar year. The thoughts of cycles and doing this podcast um, really came to me this past month in September as I was finally feeling the beginning of a huge ending in my own personal cycles. Um, I This year is really the culmination of that. I had many personal tower moments, especially in Gemini season with that last Mercury retrograde and the eclipses in the nodes, crashing and burning, learning to rebuild in new ways, really seeing myself in, in the mirror and my shadows that were not healed. Um, a lot of grief and heavy emotions associated with, you know, cups energy uh, during, of course, cancer season. <laughs> that hit me hard. Um, during Leo season, I actually felt very inspired and I was kind of in education and absorbing mode, especially in regards to um, realigning my business and, and setting some things in motion in the foundation. Around August, though, I hit hermit mode, um, and that's when I pulled back all of my single services. And, you know, I really needed to spend time to reflect and do introspection and come back and connect with spirit for guidance so I knew kind of what to do next. Um, In September, it was a big time for releasing, you know, especially all that residual that had just been trickling down from those last eclipses and that last... Mercury retrograde and Gemini season and you know just releasing all of that so that the cycle could end but of course you know the shadows are always there and just when I felt as as aligned as I possibly could be um, I had another tower moment during Mercury retrograde in the Libra shadow so here is a whole other cycle itself I'm saying something kicked off in Mercury retrograde in Gemini, and here it is coming back up in Libra as you didn't heal this part of yourself. Get get back to some shadow work, girlfriend. <laughs> but um, as hard and detrimental as that was for me, I actually, um, it showed me that I really need to spend October focusing and caring for myself. And this is, you know, besides my children, my family, my partner, and my business, but tapping into my own inner magician. Because another cycle is approaching us with Scorpio season, and then we have the eclipses again. Then it's winter solstice and the end of the calendar year. So for those of you who are privy or you follow me, I just referenced a lot of the tarot. Um, The tarot itself is a journey, and that's part of, you know, some cyclical stuff too. But I just use that stuff metaphorically, basically since I eat, sleep, and shit the tarot and astrology. (laughs) Um, But anyway, um, I will leave you all with this. A challenge to release your need to control and honor the cycles that are in your own life. Observe and be aware just to take it all in on a part of this eternal healing journey. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, listen, comment, rate, and share. And don't forget to check out my movement of modern mystics and self-healers. The Empress Ascension on my website. Um, There's a whole tab dedicated to it, and you could get info on the next transcendence. 
www.erintheurbanmermaid.com. Take what you need from this. Thank you again.